So I implemented the Spanx, right? We all understand what Spanx are. I went because I was like, listen, if we're going to do silky material, I've got to have Spanx and not just the panty Spanx guys. I did top to bottom, full length, nude colored Spanx from my boobies to past my like thighs. I've never seen a Spanx creature. She's a picture man. <laughs> you Actually. do you. Yeah. Listen, guys, this bit is about being unapologetically you, okay? Hello! <laughs> Get heart centered. Everybody but, has a story. Like, it's a choice. Anybody can get a massage and do a face mask. Ladies, how them bits? What up, guys? It's Lynn. It's Allie. It's Raina. And it's Amanda, and welcome to episode 40. We're so excited to chat about a topic that actually put us in a really funny mood, and a lot of it stemmed from our previous episode, which you haven't heard yet, but it was all about the way that we integrated play into our life and sort of letting loose a little bit and sharing how TikTok helped us do some of those things. And it kind of led into a conversation off camera where we were talking about you know, different experiences in our lives where we had the opportunity to laugh at ourselves. And we came up with today's topic, which is our most embarrassing moments or just embarrassing shit that has happened to us and sharing all the, um, all the goodies with you guys as we dig that up and relive some funny moments in our lives. And I personally know that I am like the queen of awkward moments. I feel that I, they happen to me so often that there's just too many examples to count. So when I brought this up, I was really excited to share and listen to the stories that the girls would explain today. But um, tell me a bit about how you felt, Reina. What, what came into your head um, when we talked about embarrassing shit? Well, first of all, I didn't realize that I was unmuted. So I'll go first. Um, what? I was just actually, I was laughing and I was putting in the chat because before we started this podcast, I was like, I don't really know any embarrassing moments. Like I, I just don't have embarrassing moments. And I texted. I think, I think your words, Raina, were, I don't get embarrassed. I, I actually don't embarrass that easily. I'm, there's nothing that really has embarrassed me. And it's I told her to text her 13 year old daughter to expose that lie. <laughs> what did the lie detector say? She wants me to tell you she's 14. Oh, I know fuck, that that's right. I was there. 14. Sorry, dog. She's going to be upset. And so she texted me a few examples. And she said the first one was when I got angry at the nail lady that waxed off her eyebrow. And so she's sending me ones that she was embarrassed by, not ones. <laughs> so this is actually very entertaining. I can let someone else share, but this. No, please. Keep going. I'm sitting that. over here going, nope, nope, nope. Read it. She didn't yeah. understand the question. That's May too bad. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> not know that Kinsey has her eyebrow waxed off. Um, we went to the salon post-COVID, post-quarantine anyway, masked up, and then Kinsey's just like full-on eyebrow bush. And she's like, Mom, I have to go to the salon. I have to go to the salon. And so we go. It's the first time in literally like three months, I think. And so she's so excited to get her eyebrows waxed because they were, I mean, just out of control. And so she goes back there, whatever. She comes out after like 25 minutes of me waiting on her and she's got one eyebrow and I look at her and I'm like what happened wait what happened <laughs> Lindsay's dying laughing what, what did happen this woman comes out like, just need everyone who's listening to just understand like how fucking funny back this tears like trying to act like it was okay, okay when in fine. reality she's a 
14-year-old girl who just got her eyebrow waxed off. So I'm immediately just like, how did this happen? The woman tried to say, well, it, there was a, a bald, maybe bald spot. Maybe there's a bald spot. I don't know. And I'm just like, my, my daughter came in here with two full eyebrows. Like there was no bald spots, no nothing. And I'm just like trying to just keep my, you know, just keep it together while Kenzie and Ella are there. And just, yeah. I, I, so I guess that may have been embarrassing for Mackenzie, but we left and Kenzie was just a mess. It was the first time I've ever seen someone go to the salon and come out with a waxing issue that bad. Guys, I'm what just, is the regrowth on an eyebrow? It's like, been what? a good couple weeks, and it's like a light gray now. <laughs> so are you penciling it in for her? Like, what are you, I, like, I laughed at first, but now I'm like, this is fucked up, yo. Like, how do you wax off a kid's eyebrow? Like, no, so Although, funny. guys, if we think about it in TikTok terms, um, some of the teens right now do pull, like, there's a big trend on TikTok where you, completely shave off your eyebrow like you completely and you fill it on tiktok or you create a line down it that's something her, else. we're not something because she started a trend what does the line mean i don't know i'm it's swag guys it's just swag it's style You're too old to know i wear hold on i'm cool enough i wear one earring it's just a style it's what your preferred style i'm like i'm cool enough now let me talk <laughs> it's a preferred style mostly because i am like a fucking 14 year old so at first I laughed because it was funny, but then I was like, if you wax off my fucking eyebrow, mm, poor Ken's. Okay, what's next on the list? <laughs> embarrassing moments are usually around aesthetics. Like, can we agree? Like something that happens or it's a, it's a physicality because I, I can tell you that for me, um, one of my closest girlfriends uh, was getting married. She asked me obviously to be a bridesmaid. I said, yes, we got the dress. It was like a thin silk, which if you have all seen my body, thin silk laying flat against my body is not the look. First uh, of all, shut up. And uh, I love all, you. You can, can and do look beautiful in anything yeah. on your body. And that is Correct. true. Always, always. Now, also anything that's laying across your body, the way you just described the silk. Oh yeah. Keep going. My point being that most women, a, a, a thin silky material for the bridesmaid's dress is sometimes not ideal. If you have curvature. So I implemented the Spanx, right? We all understand what Spanx are. I went because I was like, listen, if we're going to do silky material, I've got to have Spanx and not just the panty Spanx guys. I did top to bottom, full length, nude colored Spanx from my boobies to past my like thighs. I've never seen a Spanx creature quite like this. And I, you buy it a little small. It was a to Spanx jumpsuit. Let's yes. Let's call it a jumpsuit. It was a jumpsuit. Or like a corset? Girl, I... It is like, it was from my boobs to almost my knees, this Spanx, to make body my- Body armor. Yeah, it was a body armor issue. I wedged my body into this thing and then put the silky dress over top, went to the wedding, felt like a million bucks, consumed so much alcohol because I was, my, the alley game was tight, to which I hit the dance floor. And if you don't know anything about me, guys, I am a master at the worm. So I can worm- like nobody's business. I pull it out anywhere in a club, on the street, at a restaurant. It is one of, yeah, yeah, I know. Raina's like, I've seen it. It is epic. So of course, a couple drinks. I 
hit the center of a very, very busy wedding dance floor. I drop into the worm, forgetting that my whole dress then bunched up at my neck as I'm mid-worm, revealing my jumpsuit, full nude Spanx. My, of course, bestie runs over and is like, you need to get out of the worm. But I'm in full worm mode and I am now humping the ground back and forth in my nude Spanx, thinking that I am on fire. And it is on video. I am not going to say that I'll put it on the Lady Bits page, but if I can screenshot it, guys, go to our Instagram if I can get it. I will, I will tell, I will share this image. Me with my dress. You have to share it. Like, <laughs> my dress no, became, if I find it, no, you must dig until you can no longer dig to find this video. Yeah, my dress became a scarf revealing full nude spandex to which my boyfriend at the time was like oh good lord ali what is like but it's not out of character but it just was not a good look um you know uh, friends were coming up they're like we've never seen spanx this this is like quite the spank it's not just it is a spanx jumpsuit yes and it was nude color so it's not sexy the whole thing was wrong i think it was can't touch this by mc hammer i went ham and um yeah Hands that just down. made it even better is knowing what song yeah you yeah. just already win and i i'm so thankful that you shared that i've had i've i i feel that i've had moments in terms of of gear um and clothing and malfunctions maybe <laughs> um but actually mine is the opposite i think one of my most embarrassing moments and it's it's i think embarrassing in the sense of when you think about it years later and you still go oh i can't believe that happened or when you reflect about it a bit later during the day. But I can't remember these details perfectly. I just know that one day I was waiting for somebody to get back to me and I needed their response to move forward. It was something like either um, I was covering them for a job or I was waiting to hear back from them to know if I, if I had to be on in some way. And I remember texting my besties. It was getting later and later in the evening. I. I had not heard back and I was texting my girls saying, you know, I really need to figure this out so then I can plan this with you and this and that. A few hours went by and I still had not heard from this person that I was waiting on. And I got so annoyed. My, all my patience went out the window and I text my best friend saying, fuck, if only she would take the fucking time to just go into our text thread and reply to me, I could move on with my fucking night. I would be able to put this behind me, but no, apparently this isn't a pre I went into the whole thing, except I didn't text it to my besties at all. I texted it to the girl by accident. I was in the wrong text box and I texted it to the person that I was waiting for. And instead of, you know, I, I don't know if you can imagine this feeling, but it's like someone pours this bucket of ice cold water on your head and from head to toe, you become paralyzed with anxiety. You become like, what the fuck have I just done? And you read, and you read that and you're like, I can't believe that was the big deal that I made out of it. And she replied saying like, oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't had the chance to get back to you. And so I felt even worse. And the worst part was I didn't even um, take the time to say, I am so sorry, this and that. I just said, I'm so sorry because that text wasn't meant for you. And so I felt the entire time so embarrassed, so self-conscious about that. And to this day, like, I just wish I, I had... I don't know, checked my mindset, checked my words that came out because I felt so embarrassed um, seeing this person. I forget where after the fact, but I just remember being so sheepish and, and regretting having 
um, I don't know, that little mini meltdown moment. I was going to ask if you'd talked to her since, and apparently not because you don't remember who she is. No, I remember who she is, but I don't remember the circumstance and when we bumped into each other later after the fact, but I just know that it wasn't, it wasn't my shining hour and it's absolutely not a way that, you know, I, I, I want to remember that moment, but it was definitely really hard to stomach after looking back. I think that's the worst feeling is when you send a text and you're like, oh God, that wasn't the right person. And it's also this like sense of relief when it was an okay message that got sent to the right yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> at least it's an okay message, but no, it wasn't my best moment. And I do shit like that all the time. Like you guys, you know, when you go to a restaurant and someone will say, enjoy your meal and I'll say you too. And they walk away. It's every freaking time. Any of those awkward interactions socially, um, I just, I don't know. I feel like I can make those happen all the time. Dude, I love that shit. I'm super awkward as well. Um, I'm going to share a little story with you about why <laughs> my most embarrassing moment. I was sitting here like, oh, I have so many. I have Crohn's and I poop my pants all the time. No. I messaged my partner and I go, what's my most embarrassing moment? And he writes back, numero uno. So when Jake and I met, we met through a mutual friend that I went to high school with and he worked at a pizza place called numero uno. And the first time that Jake and I met, we had talked for a week on the phone and we go to coffee to meet. It's like, I literally forgot about this until he texted me this. And I'm like, I'm kind of falling out because it's you really funny. You from your memory. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Shh, nope. <laughs> I'm just going to put this in this little box and move along. So, because I'm like, I don't embarrass easily, but I'm shaking saying this story because it was humiliating. So we're sitting at Coffee Bean having our like first date, our coffee date. We're sitting there talking. I'm so fucking nervous. And I get up. I got to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, okay, I'll be right back. Meanwhile, for a week straight, I've told him I have Crohn's and all the things, giving all the prefaces, you know, because I was scared of that. I go to the bathroom and I come out. And in the time that I was in the bathroom, I remember that the name, because we were trying to remember the name of the place that Zach worked at and we couldn't remember it. I walk out of the bathroom and in a crowded, because I sometimes have lack of awareness of society around me as a whole, uh, I walk out and it's like, a, this is before COVID guys. This is five years ago. Like it was a huge parade of people in coffee bean in the afternoon on a Wednesday afternoon. You know what I mean? So I walk out and I yell, not say, I fucking scream, numero uno, because I remembered the name where Zach worked. I didn't think about the fact that I was walking out of a bathroom in straight, you know, the bathrooms are like right there. So you like, I stepped straight from the toilet, technically like washed my hands straight into coffee bean. And Jake is white. Like his face goes white and he's looking at me and I'm like what the fuck like why is he so tripped out why is everybody looking at me fucking staring at me because my tattoos fucking judge me judgy people right attitude galore I get to the table I'm like what's everybody's deal and he goes so I really like you I don't need to know when you take a shit or you pee like you don't have to tell me that and I was like <laughs> what and he goes you just yelled numero uno and I went yeah I remember it it's where Zach works I imagine eating at this restaurant and some chick walks out of the bathroom and goes, number one. Loud as fuck. He, right? he only. <laughs> Number uno. And they're like, what the fuck is this bitch saying that she took a piss for? Like, so abrasive. Like, it was crazy. Guys, it wasn't a poop. It, just so you know. And that's I'm... Jake. Yeah, Jake goes, oh, I thought you wanted me to know because, you know, we're like, maybe going to have sex. That you didn't take a dump. And I was like. Oh my God. No, I'm telling you that that's where Zach works is numero uno, man. And he goes, yeah, that's not what everybody else thinks. <laughs> that's I, don't know, I don't know what's funnier. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know what's funnier, Lynn's that story or Reyna's 
like in, impersonation. That's why I'm, I'm dying laughing at like the combination of that story. And I would kill to have seen like Raina, like, yeah, number one people. Yeah. I'm like here. walked out confident as fuck. So excited. I remembered the name. We'd been trying to figure it out for 15 minutes. Numero uno. And he's like, holy shit, this bitch is actually crazy. And I'm so here for it. <laughs> but we can laugh. Like th- this is the th- thing is that in hindsight, right? In the moment, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to live this down. Like I remember when my spanks were a hundred percent showing and people were like, Allie, you need to stop the worm because people are now seeing your, your flesh colored spanks. I remember being mortified and looking up and seeing a couple of people with their phones out. And I was like, these people have taken a video of me in my spanks. And I was devastated I was devastated yet also if you know me you know I loved a good performance so I was like I think I did a good performance I hope I go viral I hope I go viral but in in those moments like like what Amanda said like I just was retexting that and and oh my gosh now I'm like you do go into that you know worrisome anxiety ridden what are people going to think about me embarrassing moments of self-doubt like everything spiraled to the surface that we actually worry about ourselves, right? Lindsay, how does Jake think about me? What is, oh my God, was I too loud? Are people judging me, right? Me was body uh, conscious, worried, insecure. Oh my gosh, I'm in flesh colored Spanx. Amanda, did I say something wrong? You know, like these are the worries. Well, Raina, I don't know. You're like, Can I share the one I think is embarrassing yes, for you? You don't want to talk me? about it. No. Okay. When I met Raina, I didn't understand the timeline of when she had had her ileostomy surgery. I didn't understand because I didn't know and I didn't know to ask. So I just thought that she just was this superhero that lived with a bag and a stoma. And we were at this, like, it doesn't matter. We were in Indianapolis and we were sharing a hotel room and Raina's in the bathroom and she's like getting ready. And I'm like, just being me. And I'm like, I want to see your stoma. I've never seen one. I think it's super cool. I have Crohn's. I know you have ulcerative colitis. I just want to see it. And she was like, literally on the other side of the door, like, no, dude, like, I don't know. And I was like, why you live with it? Just show it to me. I want to see it. And I was like, really pushy and not in a, like, I know how this sounds. And I, knowing what I know now, probably and a hundred percent would have acted very different and been more respectful. But I also like, this was my best friend. And I was like, bitch, you're going to show me this. Like, I want to see it. Like, so I literally pushed my way into the bathroom. I'm shaking. Cause it, I didn't know what it meant at the time. And I pushed my way in to see her stoma because I thought it was this miraculous, beautiful thing because it was my worst fear. And I wanted to see how she lived with this because it really like gave me so much hope for life because I was really sick when we met. And to this day, when she finally told me that she was not comfortable with that day, like how it went down and that she had never shown anybody since surgery, the stoma, and that she wasn't sure how she felt about it and that it helped her because I kind of made her come to terms with it. And I was like, I don't know whether to be really proud or be really like feel really awful that I put you in that fucked up, embarrassing position, not knowing that you were still trying to accept it yourself and then showing it to another person. You know, I think back to that, though, and I don't feel like I was embarrassed. I think it was more so, like, it almost felt like Lindsay said, let me in there, spread your legs, and let me see inside your butthole. And, like, I mean, literally. I'm like, <laughs> like I mean, what was going through in my wait mind, a like, second. <laughs> awkward, but okay. You know, I'm <laughs> just, like, in that moment. 
but you guys are talking and I'm like, I don't know that I can recall. This is crazy. And I'm going to do some digging and we can do another episode because I don't recall any moment where I was like, I'm never going to live this down. Like I'm never going to like, where I was so embarrassed to the point of like, there's no coming back from this in a way. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy to think that I can't think of something. I, I can think of something. Well, before before that, I've, I feel I like the next time we are together, we need to kind of live a bit more out there to see what rain is made out of. <laughs> I think that's a good takeaway. Maybe a little bit of truth or dare. <laughs> I would like to like direct my professor to um, We should do a truth or dare episode and step up our most embarrassing yes. moments. Not because we have anything to be embarrassed about, really because Mine at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think, I think that it's true what Raina said. You know, there are moments where you don't think I can't ever live this down. But really what it boils down to is knowing that, um, you know, that you're reflective on moments like that, that you take the time to grow from them. Um, know that they don't define you, but rather they're just blips that really we should just have a laugh and take a little bit more lightly and not be so hard on ourselves because that that feeling of embarrassment may come from being overly self-critical sometimes and we're not going to get too deep into that but really at the end of the day what matters is knowing that nothing is ever a big of a deal as we think it is or as we make it at the at, in that moment it may feel like the end of the world or um like you can't believe those words came out of your mouth or that you took that action and it ended up that way but really more than anything you're you're allowing yourself to say i'm i'm, I'm making mistakes and i'm figuring this out as i go i'm not going to beat myself up for it till the day i die but rather i'll laugh at it instead and chalk it up to being part of what we go go and grow through through this life but i do think a truth or dare I think you guys need to tune back in because that shit's going to happen. I would actually also love to build on that. I would love for our listeners to go to our Instagram page and send us a DM of your most embarrassing moment. Like there is a connectivity. Like if you have been listening to us for a while and you, you know, we're just kind of on during your workout, during your drive or something like that. If you chuckle a bit, keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, you can go keep running that last mile. Uh, but what is your most embarrassing moment and why do you think it's embarrassing? And I'd love it if people could, you know, go to our, our, our Instagram um, at LadyBitsUncovered, send us a DM and just like, we love reading stuff and messaging back and, st and just getting that conversation going of what really is embarrassing and what really makes you feel awkward and kind of unpacking that with a sense of humor. So if you guys have time, definitely jump on over there. I don't know, guys, that, that would be hilarious to read some things and photos are welcome. <laughs> and video compilations. Listen, I think that to piggyback on that, what you said is why are you embarrassed by it? Because the reality is if you're embarrassed by something, it's because you're afraid of being judged and, or you judge yourself. And so why are you judging yourself so harshly? And why are you worried about what somebody would think or feel about the way that you act? You know, I think that that's why I used to be really embarrassed by shit was because I was so hard on myself and just like, Do you, you know, you say that and I'm like, and again, I'm not, I am not by any means saying that I am someone that just like can hear things and be like, whatever. But like, I don't feel like I am somebody that, um, you know, picks myself apart, myself apart like that. So I'm wondering, you know, maybe does that have some, or, you know, does it have something to do with the reason why there's nothing that stands out as like being like, oh my God, I can't believe I 
you know what I mean? Like that kind of nothing. I, I can't have any like fire sparks. I think you're not, you know what I'm going to say for me, it's growing up in a house that was surrounded by shame. And so everything's fucking embarrassing because everything is like a means to be ashamed by it and owning it, you know? And so now it's like, okay, this is not a shameful thing. This can be levity and funny. And like, yeah, you, people thought you were talking about poop and you weren't move on. <laughs> kind of apply that principle to everything well, in my life. Most I, of the time I, I am talking I about that poop. restaurant. I would remember that forever. So I would never be moving on. from that. <laughs> I really wonder sometimes, do you guys ever think if your embarrassing moments, no, not if, when and how often your embarrassing moments are spoken about in other people's life narratives and like, like how many people are like, dude, remember when Allie fucking in her like full body Spanx, that shit was funny as fuck. And she did the worm and it was like, oh my God, like, you know, that the waxer lady and her friends are talking about it was a memorable the mistake about the eyebrow. Else. Yeah. yeah. Our embarrassing moment was a memorable moment for someone else, for sure. Yeah, because it's if like, I got I my eyebrows waxed at that place, I'd never, and I, if I got my eyebrows waxed there, and every time my eyebrows were perfect, and I was getting, like, a manicure there, and I saw your daughter come out with one eyebrow, I'd be like, I'm never fucking coming here again. Like, I, it would scar me. <laughs> but I love it if my embarrassing moments make people laugh. Like, that truly kind of changes and warps things the other way, because majority of my embarrassing moments are very performance-based, where I think I'm being funny, or I think I'm showing up like, they will love this performance I have done, and and then, you know, I come out in a onesie, and it's just, like, nothing, like, I have this vision, and then people are laughing, and it's laughing, you know, it's me asking the question, are you laughing with me or at me? <laughs> I'm not too sure sometimes, but if people can take away like a good laugh or a humor, sometimes I can brush it off and be like, well, that was pretty embarrassing, but you know, we'll talk about it for the next decade. We're, we'll talk about it for the next decade. I think we will be talking about, I know I will be talking about you and your full body Sphinx for the next decade. I still need a video and then I'll give yeah. you that. I am going to hunt down this video because I feel like that A, you guys need to see that I genuinely rock the worm and that B, these full body spanks are something nobody, like you can't even imagine. You're like, I need to that see a, that. I need to see the spank. worm. <laughs> They're also a torture device. Like don't cram your beautiful body into this teeny tiny little pressure chamber. Like I get such bad anxiety if I try to put on something that pushes my like body in. Or... Don't make your friends wear silk. I don't know. Yeah, that's There's true, another yeah. option. I would never do that to you. Thank goodness. <laughs> but just FYI, if you did, I have silk. a full, yeah, but I have a full body spank that even though I'm slightly bigger post two kids, I will wedge myself in there if you get Why? Married. Why? Why can't you just embrace your beautiful body? How comfortable is it? Because I spent $85 on this one-piece spank, and I'm going to get two wears out of it. It's not self-confident. You're going to get your ROI on that full-body spank? I, I am. Th that is hilarious. Ladies. She invested, and she's committed. Invested and committed to that ROI. All right. We can't wait to read every – dude, I can't wait to read all of the embarrassing moments so that we can find humor with you. Ladies, So we talk again, take care of the bits. Hey, Lady Bits, thanks again for tuning in and listening to our podcast. The way this community really grows and supports one another is simply by word of mouth. We would really appreciate it if you could head over and rate and review our podcast on iTunes, then go check out our social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and go like, share, comment, and subscribe to all of it. This community is really 
to support women, educate women, and also just to help you find your voice. So until next time, take care of the bits you've got.